Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the program. Today's Issues here on American Family Radio. we got another 25 minutes to go. We thank you for listening. If you want to uh, watch us online, go to Facebook or YouTube. And just type in today's issues and you can follow us here. We also post the stories that we discuss on our Facebook page. In fact, that one about Evanston, Evanston, uh, Illinois, canceling July 4th parade because they want to make sure that COVID doesn't spread. But they allowed for the uh, Juneteenth and the gay pride parades to go forward last weekend. Because, as I said, as we all know, COVID is not spread at liberal gatherings, only at conservative <laughs> gatherings. And that's the science. And if you've got a problem with science, you got a problem with Dr. Fauci. Or, or as Dr. Fauci say, if you got a problem with me, you got a problem with science. That's what he says. That's right. If you criticize that's me, right. you're criticizing science. Right? Did you hear him? You hear Dr. I heard Fauci? Him. Yeah, he said it. That's right. He said it with passion. Got a problem. You got a problem with me. You got a problem with science. So go talk to science about it. (laughs) If you got a problem with with my double speak for the last year. All right, Steve Jordahl, who never double speaks. Hey, no, I I can barely speak the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning, good afternoon, everybody. How you all doing? We're doing great. Pretty good, man. Good use of the word y'all for a California boy. Yeah, I know. I I actually picked that up before I moved down to the south for some reason. That's how you know if someone's from the south. So when you you lived in Colorado, yeah. For how many years? Fifteen. And then Col- in the California for uh, the rest of your life? Yeah. For the most part? 30 years. So so when you took the job here at American Family News mm-hmm. and you learned, well, you're going to have to move to Tupelo, Mississippi, did you pick up a book at the Cracker Barrel on, on how to speak Southern <laughs> and just go over that thing before you moved down here because you're... Well, no, yeah. um, no. I mean, there's certain things you pick up from being around uh, enough, right? But uh, no, I uh, I'm noticing Southern accents less and less. The longer I stay here, the more normal it sounds. <laughs> now, I'm not. Uh, I'm right. Uh, that's right. That's exactly right. I guess that's true. Where, I guess that's true wherever you move. <laughs> yeah. You know, my aunt grew up in Mississippi till she was 18 years old. This is. Uh, in the forward thirties and forties. And then she moved to Washington DC and then she married a fella from New Jersey. Wow. And by the time I knew her well, uh, you know, when I was a teenager, uh, she was talking like a lady from New Jersey. It was amazing. <laughs> so I don't know that you, your, uh, your upbringing doesn't necessarily mean you're going to speak like th- with that accent for the rest of your life, Ray, you've traveled the country. What are your I, one or what are, what are your one or two? Uh, now you're a southerner, uh, right? When, when I was pastoring up in Chicago, there was there for 17 years. It was not a Sunday that went by. I don't think ever without somebody coming hearing me preach and then saying, "You're not from around here, are you?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just kind of gave it away. I've heard that more than once. Well, well, it's it's this has gotten better. This is a first world problem, but. I used to travel when I used to travel up north, like New York. I've been to New York City a few times, but I would go in and go, uh, yeah, just I'd take I'll take a sweet tea. 
and, and they they look at you like, no, 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 we have tea, <laughs> right? And we have sweetener we can bring to your table, but there is no such thing as sweet tea. Well, it and it was it's completely different because yeah. sweet tea is really sweet. But um, I've noticed sweet tea is working its way north. You can it? get sweet tea like in Virginia, and, and a few other places, yeah. getting closer to the northeast. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting going home uh, a couple of weeks ago to California. Um, Do they have sweet tea out there? No. I mean, they have tea, they have ice tea. They have sweetener. And they have sweetener <laughs> or sugar. You can put as much of it not in as you want, but thing. no, not at all. Well, you know, you also got this word. I know that, ladies and gentlemen, this is important stuff. <laughs> that you, this this uh, culture stuff, you, you need to soak it in. Because we are culture warriors. That's I, know, that, I noticed that somewhere between uh, Tupelo and Chicago, Ray, you run into the expression Ewans. Ewans, right. I think that's that's a Missouri, Iowa, Illinois type. It kind of in between there, right? Ewans. Yeah. It's a Midwestern. It's the middle yeah. of the country. Ewans. You ever heard this, Walker? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I travel. So. Yeah, you stop in southern Illinois, you get the Ewans. What are Ewans doing? <laughs> Missouri. Anyway, we don't use that expression where we live, but you just drive a couple, 300 miles. There you go. Uh, but it's... it's uh, all right, Steve, what do you got hard news for us? All right. Uh, the Democrats, they are radical, and we know that they will stop at nothing to get their legislation passed, but they are also pragmatic. It's very interesting that it looks less and less like they're going to be able to get this S1 or HR1, the voter ID law, through. And so um, they are starting to evolve, according to the Washington Post, Senator Joe Manson has offered a middle-of-the-road voting bill. It, it, it requires voter ID. But because S-1, as it stands with the radical Democrats, is probably not going to pass, some uh, amazing people like Stacey Abrams are coming on board, and they're okay with voter ID all of a sudden. In fact, this is a quote from Stacey Abrams. No one has ever objected to having to prove who you are to vote. It's been a part of our nation's history since the inception of voting. That's a novel idea. I know. <laughs> uh, and so now, more. so now Abrams is for voter ID. I She's, guess. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah. And so is Raphael Stacey Warnock. Um, and they call it a nuance. They call it. Uh, the Washington Post said they evolved on the issue. This was a really strong um, commitment from them. That's about before. the only time they evolve. Uh, to believe something better than they started with. Got to pass the bill, man. It's, it's the name of the game in Washington, I suppose. So they're, try- they're probably trying to win over your Joe's Mansions and your maybe some Republicans? Well, they are going to – Joe is controlling the game now. Okay. It's his bill that looks and like it Biden. might have – And not Biden's bill. It looks like it has a chance of, of passing. You know, it has a bunch of stuff that is bad for the country. But they'll have to get rid of the filibuster, right? If enough, if if enough Republicans sign on to uh, this middle of the road, I think yeah, you I don't see, them. I don't see getting any Republicans. Could, you might be right because it's even the bill still with the mansion stuff is still pretty radical. But they're they're evolving and looking at Mansion's bill for a reason, and it can't be just because because oh, they're trying to get something done. Yeah, yeah, could be that. Absolutely. Um, I think I talked to you guys. Um, yesterday about this letter uh, from 60 Democrat uh, members of the House who said that they were objecting to the Catholic Church drafting a, a, a piece of a teaching document that was going to uh, kind of recommend that 
pro-abortion politicians should not receive communion. Um, they're out of standing with the church and what it's teaching. And so there's been a back and forth in that. Now enter Democrat, Republic, uh, Democrat Representative Jared Huffman of California. He says, if they're going to politically weaponize religion by rebuking Democrats who support women's reproductive choice, that's their wording, then a rebuke of their tax-exempt status may be in order. He's threatening to take away the Catholic Church's tax-exempt status. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, uh, do we have the clip from Jen Psaki yesterday? Yeah. Is this, are you leading up to that right yeah, now? I was, yeah, I was, I was getting there. <laughs> okay. Well, there is a serious discussion going on in the Catholic Church, of which Joe Biden is a member, uh, about politicians who advocate for abortion, which is a mortal sin in the eyes of the church, the Catholic Church. Should they, if you, if you promote a mortal sin, should you receive, should you be in good standing with the church? I guess that is the uh, appropriate way to phrase that. And so related to that, yesterday, Jen Psaki, the, uh, her name is Jen, her last name is Psaki, her, her, she was, uh, she's the press secretary for President Biden. And, you know, mostly she get if she gets many, que- she gets three or four questions, usually a, a press conference that she does. They're usually just little softball questions that she gets. They don't. They don't, there's, there's no, there's no hard questions, very few hard questions for her or the administration. However, yesterday there was a question, a pointed question asked to her about Biden's, basically Biden's Catholicism. It was related to the the question about him receiving communion. We have sound. Part of the question is, is with the sound. Okay. Well, let's, let's hear this from yesterday. Um, does the president believe that a 15-week-old unborn baby is a human being? Are you asking me if the president supports a woman's right to choose? He does. Go ahead. And that go ahead was to another reporter. She sidestepped the question. Listen to this. <laughs> Play Jen Psaki again. Um, does the president believe that a 15-week-old unborn baby is a human being? Are you asking me if the president supports a woman's right to choose? He does. Go ahead. Okay, that is, that's not the job. Well, it is the job uh, to spin, I guess. But you, you, that, no, that's not the question I ask. No. And she never gave the reporter a chance to say, no, that's not the question I'm asking. I'm asking, does he believe a 15-week-old child is a baby, is a human being? Yes or no? Because that's very relevant to the discussion on abortion in America and to why the, maybe the Catholic church is, is, uh, going to revoke his, uh, standing yeah. in, in the church. And instead, Jen Psaki is just dismissive of the question and says, are you, are you, listen to one more time. Just listen to this. Um, does the president believe that a 15 week old unborn baby is a human being? Are you asking me if the president supports a woman's right to choose? He does. Go ahead. Okay, so go ahead was the next Another reporter. reporter. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, Ray, why didn't she want to answer that question? That's her job. Just answer the question. Just say yes or she no. She doesn't dare answer why? that question because the truth would have to come out that if you believe in abortion on demand, no limitations whatsoever, she would you she would have to answer no. He does not believe 
Either he does not believe that that 15-week-old unborn baby is a real living person, or he'd have to say uh, he doesn't care about the killing of the unborn. Either way, he's yeah. stuck. So she just changed the subject and moved on. She didn't want – I wonder, who, does anybody know who that reporter was who had the courage to ask uh, that question? France said it was a reporter from CNS. Is Maybe. that conservative news? Yeah. Christian news I'm surprised yeah. they let her in. Right. Uh, but Yeah, this is this is the question and really the fact that, that Democrats cannot uh, – uh, they cannot cover it. They cannot discuss it. They don't want to. No, it's 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 a it's a road they don't want to go down because you would have to recognize what science says and has said for decades, and that is life begins at conception. And and then if you if that fact is is becomes stated and well known, then the question is, okay, so we're killing babies. That's you right. know, um, that's right. Nancy Pelosi was asked the same question yesterday and had a very similar answer. Listen to cut eight. The Supreme Court this fall will review a Mississippi law that bans most abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. Is an unborn baby at 15 weeks a human being? Let me just say that I am a big supporter of Roe v. Wade. Uh, I am a mother of five children in six years. I think I have some standing on this issue as to respecting a woman's right to choose. Is it a human being? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Is Again... Now, the reporter but, did follow up there and asked her the question, well, the but she moved on. The difference is Pelosi's children apparently lived. She allowed them to live. <laughs> right. um, so the question is, I do other what, children get to this live? This is shameful, okay? Absolutely shameful. Because what they're saying by their answers is, yes, it's a human being. We all know it is. It's a human life. Right. But right. we don't give a rip. Yeah. We don't care. Rip it from in, limb to limb. Kill it with, uh, scald it with saline solution. Uh, suck it out of the mother's womb. We don't care. It's you know, a woman. Of- it's a woman's right to choose, and and that's more important than the baby's right to live. Mm. That's what we don't want to answer. Go ahead, Ray. You know, Tim, the most important phrase you you, you mentioned there is this: "We all know the truth." Yes, we yep. all. No, the, the Democrats know the truth. Yes. Left, right, middle, everybody knows the truth. It's unavoidable. That's why everybody they don't. Knows. That's why she. That's why Nancy Pelosi and Jen Psaki won't answer the question. Yes. Right. Because they don't want to talk about it. Because they know what we know. It's an unborn baby. It's a human life that's right. being killed in the womb, and the Democrats are for that, but they can't defend it. Right. Other than to use platitudes. Right. That they don't, that they normally don't have to uh, address or be specific with. They they'll say things like "woman's right to choose," and then next question. Yeah. Woman's right to choose. I'm I'm all for woman want to choose vanilla or chocolate. I'm all for that. <laughs> A woman want to choose Chevy or Ford. Hey, that's America. See how they phrase it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. To, sure. To 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 try to avoid directly the. The question at hand, and good on those reporters. Uh, Absolutely, now, Jin Saki wouldn't let her. Jin Saki put a question into the reporter's mouth that she didn't ask, and then proceeded to answer it, and then move on to the next. Uh, we all heard that. I played it three times. All right, next, <laughs> next uh, thing. Uh, um, so you know the, the thing, Steve. The thing, you know the thing. <laughs> uh, the Washington Post has a podcast. It's called The New Normal. And its host is a black lady, and they 
are talking yesterday. They had a bunch of white people on talking about their white shame and what they need to do. Where is this? This is on the website of the Washington Post. Oh, okay. Listen to Cut 10. Reorganized everything that I had learned because it was completely through a white lens. Most of us in doing this work have experienced this where there's a period of deep shame for being white and for acknowledging (laughs) the harm that our ancestors have caused. And that's a very legitimate piece of this work. And we can't ask people of color to hold our hands through the shame piece. That needs to happen with other white people. White people don't really understand racism. (laughs) And so if I'm relying on other white people to teach me about racism, that can only go so far. I only best understand racism by talking to people who are directly impacted by racism from different perspectives. So in addition to having white accountability groups and white accountability buddies, it's also really important to have sustained and meaningful relationships with people of color. When's your white accountability group uh, meet, Tim? I'd like to go. Just let them do that. Go on. <laughs> that's that's critical race theory 101. Yeah. Yeah, it is. The the idea or the, the their their idea that because you're white that's you're inherently a bad person. What this was a, a panel uh, of of journalists uh, on the on the Washington Post website. It's on the Washington Post website. Not all all it's of one the of voices. Podcast, right? Yes, a podcast. All of the voices you heard were from white people, um, but they don't all work for the Washington Post. But they were just guests on the show. Yeah. <clears throat> What? You're, gui- why, you're why? guilty. Go ahead, yeah. Ray. You're why? guilty because you're white. You know what? You should feel shame. Why is it? Why? Why is it that white is the only color you can use broad, general uh, defamation against or, or, or accusations against? I, I don't. Good point. Uh, nobody says. You know, if you were to say, well, you know, talking about uh, Black Lives Matter, you know. I got a problem with black supremacist. People would go, what? Can't believe you said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not all black folks are BLM or black supremacists, but yet we can use white supremacists and nobody says, well, not all white people are supremacists. You yep. were talking uh, earlier about the Democrats use of words. Yeah. And this is another example of how they have engineered words. Racism is no longer what it was when we were, well, two years ago. Racism is now what white people are, and victims are now what black people are. Black people cannot be racist, well, according to this. Yeah, this- another, another thing, listen to this analogy. This, if you were to talk about uh, um, Al-Qaeda, for example, for, for example, who attacked our country on 9-11, right? 3,000-plus dead, not to mention all the other numerous attacks by al by Al-Qaeda and other Muslim supremacist groups, which are ongoing. If you were to say that we have a problem with Muslim supremacists, which we do, uh, 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 then then the, the same people who say we must tackle white supremacy would say to us, you can't talk about Muslim supremacy like that because not all Muslims are 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 jihadist are violent and you're 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 smearing all of them so we must not that's why that's why we have to call them extremists we can't say muslim 
extremists. You see my re- yeah, that, because that, then they say, well, not all Muslims are extremists. Yes, that's what we got after nine eleven. Yes, and since then, if you were to, if you if, if conservatives say we must do something about Muslim extremism, uh, that bombing people and murdering people and attacking people indiscriminately oftentimes, they tell us, don't talk about Muslims like that. Yet, when you say, yet they can say white supremacist mm-hmm. indicting all white people yep. everywhere, and nobody says a word. Nobody says, you can't, that's unfair. You can't do that. Anyway, that that, that garbage we heard a while ago, that just sounded like a bunch of uh, white loathing self-loathing white people who got nothing better to do with their time than sit around uh, and and talk about uh there's their great ancestors were slave owners or lived in a country where slavery slavery existed and so therefore they must what do they have to do these people have to repent every day it seems so. Well, it yeah, there's no. They flog themselves. No, but see, no. But according to critical race theory, which is what they're operating under, there is no escaping. There is no uh, redemption. There's no right. way out. If you are white, you will be racist until the day you die. That's how they well, then operate. Then what's their point? It's to sell to, to daily daily repentance, daily right? apology, daily shame, daily shame, daily guilt, daily. <laughs> It's as far from Christian redemption as it could be. You are guilty. You will always be guilty. You live in shame. You will die in shame. But the agenda beyond just sitting, these people sitting around talking in that way that they did there that we heard a while ago, which made my stomach turn, is that they want to say, they do want to say, so we must tear down America. Because of its racist history, mm-hmm. right? That that's really the, the that's where the Marxism comes in. Yes. Okay. From the BLM founders and so forth. So there is a place where they want these kind of people that you just heard want to go with their the 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 white liberals self flogging and the. Um, those on the radical left who are BLM and and Antifa. oh yeah, th- th- this uh, this ideology is not without an end goal. Yes, and the end goal they 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 use this ideology, this sick, wicked ideology, to push all of their political items, whether it be this election bill, right? Because America's fundamentally racist, so we need S one. Yeah, uh, systemically racist. We need uh, we need uh, infrastructure, right? Because infrastructure is racist, <laughs> so we need new infrastructure. Yeah. Um, it, <laughs> if everything's racist, nothing is. And you know what? The vast majority. I'm going to tell you something. Even if even if they vote Democrat, uh, and most most African Americans do, the vast majority of I haven't done a scientific survey on this, but the vast majority of black people don't believe this garbage either. Yeah. The vast majority of black people in this country love America. They That's love right. living here. That's right. They've got white friends. And, fa- and family, there's a lot of inter- interracial marriage now. This, this, these, so these people are just trying to stir up hatred and animosity, as Ray said, between races for an ultimate. Uh, I guess they want a race war. Yeah, the, you have to have a crisis in order to tear something down to build something up 
to yeah. replace it. I, but I, I think I think most people are catching on to what's going on here. And you got good people and bad people of all races and ethnicities and demographics. We all know that. And this 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 blanket, broad, sweeping condemnation of people in this case because they're white is uh, terrible for our country. It's called critical race theory. We'll see you back here tomorrow, everybody. <laughs>